Join the BU movement. Go to BUMVMT.com to get your membership today. Are you ready to be you? Let's go. What is up, BU movement community? My name is Brooke Emery, our host, our founder, and a fellow seeker on the path of learning growth and movement and passion and all the things. And I'm thrilled to feature renowned wellness professionals from around the world. In this episode, we shift our focus to the profound realm of mental and spiritual wellness. Ooh. Joining us for the second time, yes, number two, the first time we have a comeback is the multi-talented and my very dear friend, Tate McTate, the homie, last time, hello, last time we previously delved into cold therapy, and now we are turning our attention to the transformative practice of meditation. So prepare to explore the vital aspect of well-being as we dive into the depths together. Tate, welcome. What's up, everybody? BU Movement. What's good? Brooke, Thank you? you so much for joining me for round two. The homie, one of my favorite people in the world, and also realized my favorite dance partner and boxing partner. So here we are. Uh, so fun. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> so Tate, thank you so much for joining us round two. I'm honored. And if you haven't listened to the first one, this, make sure you listen to that and then come back. And also, if you're not a member, now's your time to join because you can join us live for that Q&A afterwards. And you were highly sought after, Tate McTate, and everyone needed you back for a round two. So here we go. And I'm really excited to dive into meditation. We haven't dove into this yet. So I just want to start off with what is meditation? Well, first, thank you, Brooke. Thank you, BU. BU Movement community. I really appreciate the kind words from the last session and really hoping uh, that this session can be something you can take away, uh, something that you can use and something that helps. That's that, that's why we're here. So thank you all so very much. Um, meditation, uh, the art of awareness for me. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a key one. That's a pillar. That's um, for me, a lot of these things that we're doing that have other names are just different forms and techniques of meditation or the art of awareness. Um, you know, at its core, it's nothing that you learn to do. It's more of like a remembering, um, which is a really, really fun thing to play around with. Um, but yeah, the, this is probably one of, and yeah, that's why they've been teaching it for thousands of years in all of these different disciplines. This is one of the most important pillars and aspects of your personal spiritual growth uh, and journey. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to share my, again, I'm, uh, I'm still on that path. I'm still, you know, what I've realized, what I know is that I don't know. And, um, but I am excited to share today the little bit that I do know and how it's helped me and how I use it uh, with you fine folks today. So. Thank you, Tate. So can you explain once again, you mentioned some words, what does meditation mean to you and where did it start? So for me, uh, yeah, meditation is that it's the art of awareness. It is a, it is an art um, and it is something that is trained. It's a skill that is, that, that can be learned and, and can be trained. Um, you know, I said earlier, it's not a learning, it's more of a remembering. At its core, it's just learning to be. 
remembering to be. There's all this doing. Remembering to be. Remembering to be and just being. So, you know, we've got the classic, you know, in the posture, maybe you're holding a mudra or you're rolling malabi or whatever it is. We have our, you know, stereotypes of what that might look like. But at its core, all, all that's going on is the meditator is simply in a pure state of being. There's the thoughts, that river of consciousness slows down, the emotions that are just constantly flowing through it being, everything just kind of stops and just takes a break for a second. Everything becomes that calm on the pond with no ripples, just completely still. And there's a lot of stuff that you learn and realize in that silence and in that space. Um, the, I'll, I'll reiterate this later uh, in multiple times, I'm sure, but one learning that I've found that's separate um, from meditation, but it ties in perfectly. It's from a, uh, a learning from Richard Rudd and the Gene Keys system. Um, really awesome system if you're not familiar with that. But that the body is always doing two very important things. The body is always listening. And the body is always responding. So the question is, what are you giving your body to listen to? What is it hearing from you? And how is it, what is that response that you're getting from what the body's listening to? So here's an example, mental chatter, right? Usually our suffering is a lot more between our ears than it is in real life. Now I'm not saying bad shit doesn't happen to people. It does, and um, that's just a part of life, but a lot of times the suffering happens in here. And it's this mental chatter that gets going and flow. So we go down these rabbit holes. So like, here's an example of a relationship. Is he cheating on me? You see, he hasn't been really paying attention to me. Maybe he's going out, and that's what he's doing. When he's saying he's doing these things with his friends, he's really out doing this, and now you're working yourself up, and your body is listening to this, and this is creating a stressful response. So you're going to start generating some of those chemicals, those stress response chemicals, your cortisol, stuff like that, that's maybe not the best to be into a prolonged state because, again, this mental chatter rarely does it stop unless you take the time to quiet everything down, which is, again, the art of awareness. So not to say that you have to control thoughts, but you learn to be a watcher in meditation, and that's where the beauty of this comes. And so for a long time when I first got started, and, and how I got started into it was um, I was trying to use the universe as a magic genie. So like, let's call it 2004 or five, I got into that whole law of attraction thing. And so now I'm going to manifest all of my dreams and all of my things that I want. So that's when I, what I really got started into meditation was through that, let's call it path or avenue. And can you, uh, you said law of attraction thing. Can you explain what that is? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's makes basic core the, 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 the book or the DVD, the secret from several years ago, law of attraction, uh, like attracts like. So I want to, procure wealth, so I'm going to think and feel and hold the frequency and vibration of wealth, and therefore I'm going to attract mm. wealth. I want to, for me, I was, um, I didn't have a job at the time, and I wanted to buy this condo, um, and I did it. I used to go to the pool, sit every day, and just hold the feeling, the vision that I owned this condo here, and that this were my grounds, and this was my place, and I had ownership here. Um, I did that with yeah several material. Like I said, it was mostly material things, um, but health yes. came in there. Well, you know, it was all a part of it. All, the the life of my dreams 
was what I was, again, holding, visualizing. Um, and so that what, that's what got me started into that game. And then I had, you know, we talked about the back pain. Um, I started using it as a way to disconnect mind and body. Mm. So I, you know, I'm consciousness here and I also am aware of this body that I can move around and do all these cool things with. Well, let's see if I can go to a place where I can disconnect these to try to stop some of that pain that I was in. Right. And so as I started exploring, I started realizing, man, there's a lot of different techniques, uh, meditative meditation techniques here. Like, what's this all about? Yeah. And so that really led me into exploring it from a technique standpoint and how this art can be used for different circumstances. So if you're a little tired, maybe there, there's a meditation or a technique that can be used to give you energy. Um, got it. Creative field and you're not feeling super creative. Maybe there's some techniques that you could use to really enhance your creativity. Um, maybe there's some chaos that you're really just having a hard time getting out of. Maybe the waters are just really choppy and you're having a hard time uh, flowing through those. There's a technique to calm, ease out of the stress, bring mm. balance and relaxation into the body. And again, we're not controlling the mind with these techniques. The techniques give your mind something to do. So you, in most cases, when I teach this, I'm going to share some techniques and we're going to find one that vibes for you to be able to feel a little bit different. Maybe stop that stream of nonstop thoughts coming through, right? Let you get into that scratching the surface as to what this might feel like. And then you get into using this technique to be able to, again, bring that calm, stop that river that's flowing, right? Um, but then there's a point, and again, for the beginners, but as you advance and as you progress with this, you'll find that even still you have to toss the technique. And there's not even, because even that's doing, the art in its purity is being. And that's just sitting. You can really make meditation anything, but it's, you know, we have our stereotypes as to what that look like. So we'll sit and you just are. Now, You're just being. Watching, and this is when that layer of being the watcher, the observer comes in. I'm not trying to control my thoughts. There was a period there where I tried, and that was um, uh, exhausting to say the least. Learning to be a watcher. Have you ever just sat on a hillside looking up at the sky and watching the clouds go by? Maybe it's... you make note, oh, that looks kind of like a giraffe. But you're not like attached to it. It's like, oh, the giraffe. Where did the giraffe go? I've got to get this giraffe back. You're just watching the clouds. Just being. Just being. You learn to do the same thing with uh, your thoughts. And with those thoughts, there's that synergy of thoughts, emotion, this feedback loop. A thought will make you feel a certain way. That feeling procures more thoughts. And so you get into that loop. This can help to break those cycles, break those loops. Um, because you're consciously stepping in and you're flexing your control muscles, so to speak. You're flexing the ability to be a conscious individual uh, in this human body, in this human existence. You're able to, no, no, I can override this. This is something that I can step in here. Right. So when you imp implement these techniques, what you'll find is that river that's chaos going through. Everything will slow down. 
Yes. Go ahead. I wanted, sorry to interrupt. I want to bring back, there was so much information and knowledge in there. I want to just dial, dial in those benefits that you were mentioning. Thank you for sharing how you got into it and why you got into it, which is like a direct correlation from our, from the last podcast we did together. And, you know, definitely diving into what meditation is, which is super funny that it is remembering to be, which is remembering to be you, which is a huge part about, you know, of, of why we launched is to just be your truest self. So I want to get into the benefits and then some of those techniques that you had mentioned. So one of the benefits you had mentioned is just to calm your mind and to, you know, really attach back into yourself and to get rid of all that chaos. Why else would someone find benefit in meditation? What benefits have you experienced? Yeah, so the stress, I think, is a very common top priority for a lot of people, Um, just a natural stress management tool. Um, For me, you know, again, now that I play in that techniques world, it's being the captain of my ship. It's I'm a little low on energy, so use these techniques to get some energy into my body. Maybe Mm. that's the network technique that we talked about last time from uh, Mm -hmm. one of these other disciplines. Um, That's why I said explore, be fun, Um, you know, have fun with it. The I think that pain management thing is there, being able to connect mind and body, um, being able to. You know, again, we're talking about like on a physiological side, reduce heart rate, which is reducing stress, perceived stress, again, because the body's always listening and always responding. When we get into this space, the body starts responding to being. It starts responding to just the present moment. And that's why the senses, the five senses, can be such powerful tools to gain access into the present moment, which is what the game, the art of awareness and meditation is all about, is to just be here now, to be present. Be you here now. That's it. Amazing. So just to recap that, stress management, if you're low on energy, pain management, physically reduce in heart rates and responding to the present moment. And for me... If people do some searches, you know, do a couple quick searches of just meditation benefits into your search engine of your choice. There are, science are, are catching up with some of these studies. So we're looking at blood pressure reduction, heart mm-hmm. rate reduction, reduced cortisol blood levels. Um, and then we've got the on the depression side, increased happiness and, you know, yeah. joy levels um, from doing this practice. There's really cool studies into the um, the brain areas and where blood flows in and out of during certain meditations. Moving oh, from, awesome! Yeah, um, moving from you know, let's call it like the sabotage side of your brain, the survival side of your brain, to like the creative thinking side of your brain, and l- literally being able to see blood flow moving and activating these neural networks on you know some of these. Uh, this technology that we have in some of these scanning machines, being able to get into that. You know, I do the meditation stuff with the cold. I can warm my body up. I don't need a heater. I don't need hot tea. I just use my breath and some meditative visualization techniques, and I can warm myself up from pretty much any situation. So, I mean, the benefits are 
it, there's an exhaustive list of benefits. And the beautiful thing is that's all just a side effect. Those are consequences of just sitting down and be practicing being. Yeah. And I would say for me, when I started getting into meditation, this is when I hit ground zero and I needed resources and support to get out of this super low point in my life. And for me, I've had such a buildup of stress and I've been under stress since the age of 13, you know, when I turned professional dancer and I used meditation, you know, for me, it was so scary. I didn't know how to get into it. I didn't know, you know, you have all this visualization of, of what meditation is and, and you see, am I doing it right you know, am I doing it wrong? Whatever. Exactly. And for me, I think, and I want to get into techniques after this, but for me, the point of just sitting there and just being like you said, and breathing and letting go of all of those thoughts in your head and all the chaos, you don't realize like, Hey, you're actually meditating and you're giving your whole mind and body a break and just stepping away, detaching yourself from all of everything around you that you're going through. And it's just having that little moment and step one and just starting has for me, I've seen such an enormous benefit from that to be able to then step into that calm state, no matter what, like it's so huge. And then secondly, I got into manifesting. It's like, like you said, if you can talk about it and if you can see it and if you can feel it, then it'll happen. Awesome. And that, and that, and that's why this meditative space, it does have its, um, you know, maybe it's stereotypes or maybe it's dogmas or whatever you want to call it around it. But if you can get past some of that, you can really see the benefits for yourself and start to experience those. And that's why I said, this is experience, not like a podcast conversation. Go out and start doing this, play around with it and just see how you feel, observe how you feel. You observed after doing it. Wow. I'm, I feel a little less stressed. Yeah. Wow. Get into this, like, manifesting creative space because I'm now able to access this space where I'm not just getting flooded and pounded with all my fears and worries and anxieties coming at me at once and me trying to figure it out. Yeah, 100%. So for those of us out there who are afraid of stepping into meditation practice and, you know, how to do it, it's basically like, Hey, you probably already have, you know, it's like, here's, we're going to get into these techniques right now, but it's just being you. So as long as you're being you and staying in the zone, you're already doing it. There's, it's nothing to be afraid of. And I am, you know, I'm here with all of you to tell you that I was scared too. And to breathe and just being in the moment is, and just calming everything you're already in step one of meditating. Yeah. And so, and here's the deal with, here's why it's always going to be scary. It, it never stops because your ego can only exist in your mind. Mm. And where mind ends is where meditation and the art of awareness begins. Say that one more time. So your ego can only exist in your mind. It's a construct of your mind, the I all of our conditionings. Yes. And where the mind stops is where meditation and the art of awareness begins. 
And so your mind is always going to fight you on this practice. It will forever fight you. And it is wow. because you are dissolving the I, the ego, the false center, the false self, eradicating that through this practice. The more you do it, the deeper that you can get into, you know, the, the yogis call it samadha or that cosmic consciousness, unity consciousness, oneness. It's all there, source. It's all, it's the same thing. They're, they're just using different words. But when you step into that space and there's, you know, you can smoke psychedelics to get into that space. You can also just sit there and practice being to get into that same oneness, unity, consciousness, cosmic consciousness, samadhi space of just, but when you're doing that, you're dissolving the ego. And the ego is always going to fight you. So anytime that you sit down on your, within your mat with your an intentional practice here to just be and to just practice non-judgmental, abiding, non-dual awareness, non-judgmental, being a watcher, an observer of all the stuff. When you commit to doing that, you're dissolving the ego and it's always going to fight you. So if you know that going in, you can just have a little conversation. Oh, here's, here's, here's the ego, false center self again, telling me all the reasons why I shouldn't or can't go and sit down and have this meditative breath work, whatever practice um, to grow this and cultivate the art of awareness. So, so you're ready setting yourself up for success. Yeah, strap I in. I love that so much. <laughs> So let's get into some techniques and I want to start with beginners. So those of us who haven't even sat down and just been with ourselves before and who have experienced just breath work, can you give us step one for the beginner? Yeah. So I think step one is going to be um, having, let's see, having that realization and that like conscious, like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Okay. And when you get into that, that like conscious realization, like this is my practice, this is a practice that I'm stepping into, right? Um, and you're looking from growth. I think it starts with, you know, that, that why and that intention behind it, right? The intention, stress reduction, pain management, reduction of whatever it might be, go through the benefits, find yours, whatever that might be, that can lead you down the path of maybe what technique can help you best. Okay, mm -hmm. so, but at its most core, it's the, the most basic core, the breath is the gateway to that whole universe. That's why most all, I don't say most all, a lot of these meditative techniques start with breathing, start with breath work, start with something along those lines because it's right here and it mm -hmm. has so much impact on your physiology. Um, and so, with that, I think getting into just a very basic, you know, let's, let's start even with counting. Counting your breath can give your mind something to do, okay? And giving your mind something to do can be uh, a necessary step to get your mind to not want to fight you in this process, right? So, so you have, that's why the techniques are useful in the beginning to give your mind something to do. And so what I would suggest, if you're just getting started, I would suggest sitting down or lying down wherever feels comfortable. And you don't have to have 
the altar, with the cushion, with the malabit. You don't just sit down. You don't you don't need an app. I'm a big proponent of doing this without technology. You just need to sit down in a quietish place. Doesn't have to be that quiet. And I would suggest for the first technique, just count your breath, count breathing. Um, let's start. Typically, you want to be breathing through your nose on in most cases. So let's just start with that. We're going to breathe through our nose. We're going to inhale to account to four. Exhale to account to four, all through the nose. Inhale to account to four. Exhale. That's an easy entry into the game, just counting inhales and exhales. Um, and why only through the nose? Because I've also heard in through the nose and out through the mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Again, this is just one way of thousands of ways to do this. Um, nose breathing is going to get you more parasympathetic, calm state. Got it. So if I was going to, if we were yeah. So if I was going to get you a little more active, like let's say like a traditional um, uh, pranayama, uh, even the wind breath uh, that that we talked about last right. time. Now that might be a little more energizing. Got so it. In my techniques-based approach, it's find the find the what we're looking for, the, the the why. It's energy. I need more energy. Okay, so then I'm gonna move you into these techniques. Again, there are as many techniques as there are grains of sand. Everything can be a meditative awareness technique, right? So why are you doing this? In most cases, let's say it's like stress management, stress reduction. I'm going to recommend breathing through your nose, uh, especially long exhales through that technique, just to try to bring everything calm, parasympathetic nervous system activation, vagus nerve activation, calm is what we're trying to bring into the system, right? Um, so on and on top of that, the box breathing, if you just Google or do your search, box breathing, you basically inhale to that count of four, hold your breath to a count of four, exhale to a count of four, hold your breath to a count of four. So it makes a, a square. So I'm inhaling. Got it. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Sorry, but you get the gist. So that's another very easy basic technique. It gives your mind something to do. You're focusing on your breath, which is something that's always with you. You can't ever use it as an excuse. Oh, I don't have my breath anymore. If you do, you've got way bigger problems to worry about. So that's just something that's always with you. Counting breaths gives the mind something to do. Focusing on the act of breathing, again, the senses can help bring you into the present moment. Maybe you feel the warm air going through your nose. Maybe, you know, um, belly breathing is another awesome technique. Inhale, belly expands, gets bigger. Exhale, belly contracts, gets smaller. Inhale, and belly can you do that with the count of fours as well? Absolutely. You can combine these. That's what's so fun about it. Be creative. That's... Belly Osho's dynamic, I mean, they're just combining a bunch of different stuff uh, into one thing, and that's all that they're doing, which is really awesome. 
And so, how long do you suggest for beginners to do this breathing? So we have two breathing techniques and obviously adding the second layer, which would be focusing on your belly breath. So we have the in through your nose for four, out for four. Yep. Second would be the box, be in through four, hold for four, out through four, hold for four. And then if you want to add in that extra layer, you have the belly breath. So how long do you suggest someone begins with this if this is their first time? I mean, I don't like doing the timer thing. I think just sit down and do it. But if you want to do a timer, I mean, three to five minutes. I'm not, I, I don't say, oh, you've got to do it for 30 minutes or you're not getting right. No, no, no. You just need to cultivate this practice. This is a practice, practice that you are going to do. And if you give yourself these huge, especially if you've never done this before, mm -hmm. um, to sit down and say, hey, think of nothing for 30 minutes, that's going to be overwhelming. But if I say, hey, here's this little game, you know, be playful with it, this little technique, practice this for three to five minutes and just see how you feel when you get done. Um, awesome. But yeah, I try not to do the technology. I try not to do guided stuff. Just sit down and be like, if you have the time, don't worry about the time. Just sit and do it. Awesome. And so, so this is great for step one. Now, if those of us who want to go to step two, can you give us some more techniques for step two? And then obviously we'll, we'll stop there for now. <laughs> yeah, no, again, we could do this all day. Exactly. All I know. <laughs> So I think, you know, if we're starting there, doing um, a body scan is a great, and you can do body scans on either side of meditations or the body scan can be the meditation. But with that, you basically just want to lie down comfortably and then just start at your toes and just check in, wiggle them. How does it feel? Maybe you tighten them up and then let them relax. So, um, contrast works really well in this meditative world when i'm teaching this and how i approach this with um people that i'm in that space with is a contrast so i if you don't know what it's like to feel calm to begin with you're not going to be able to you know maybe recognize that space um right. meditative practice so what i typically do is i move people into a state of stress where they know that maybe it's breathing really fast then mm. i slow you back down so you can feel what calm feels like so in the body scan example maybe you clench your legs your calf muscles and flex them and tighten them ugh, and then let them go and that's what relaxed feels like mm. so teaching people how to be relaxed and knowing what relax relaxing actually is because many don't I know I hadn't for the longest time. I was like, wait, this is what relaxing feels like when you finally allow your body to just let go. A lot of people don't even experience that their entire lives. And that again is why this is the art of awareness. You're becoming mm. aware of when the body's in a state of stress, when the body is relaxed. Mm. You don't know art awareness. People are just operating on the day-to-day -day of just do 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 and they think that they're able to find, you know, they think they know what relaxed is or calm is through that. Um, and they probably haven't touched it, haven't scratched the surface on it. And yeah. so these techniques, again, this is why this is the art of awareness. It can allow you to get into that feeling space to say, oh, hey, this is what this feels. Oh, so this is what stressed feels. Oh, so this is what calm and relaxed feels like. We live in duality, dark, light. 
you know, it's, it's, it's opposites. And so if in the meditative space, if you can give someone the opposite, then they can feel the other side of it. So for some of these, you know, especially this body scan, body awareness technique, just go through your body, flex, tense, as much tension as you can, and then relax that area. So start at your feet and toes, calves, thighs, core, buttocks, chest, back, shoulders, arms, neck, and then just full body at the end of it, just full body melt, relax into everything. And that's, that's your meditation. Amazing. Is there any other techniques or shares that you want to leave everyone with? I mean, if I could just give some like people to research that are very influential for me and like have Please. this technique idea um, that has really helped me a lot. So like stuff to take with you. If you're a beginner in the game, if you're just getting started, one of my favorite authors is John Kabat-Zinn, J-O-N. K-A-B-A-T hyphen Z-I-N-N, John Kabat-Zinn. Uh, Mindfulness for Beginners comes to mind. He has a lot of intro into beginning into that space and into that world. Great. As you progress, um, I'm a fan of Montauk Chia's Microcosmic Orbit. I think that is a staple must-have for anyone in any of these practices, really. Um, can you spell that? And is that a book? Yeah. So Montauk Chia is a person, M-A-N-T-A-K-C-H-I-A, Montauk Chia. And then you mentioned one of his... And his yeah. The technique is the microcosmic, micro, and then cosmic, orbit. Great. So microcosmic, one word, orbit. And does he have a book for that? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Great. And so that's learning to pull energy up the spine and down your the front of your body. And then you can move it through your arms and your legs. But you learn to circulate and it becomes like an energy highway, so to speak, for energy to flow through your body. So you learn meridians and channels and you learn um, how to transmute uh, some of the negative emotions into positive emotions um, and just really learn how to move and harness and handle and cultivate energy through your body. Um, that's a top one. And then for people that like that, the techniques driven stuff, um, Osho has a lot of technique driven meditations. Um, and then the, the vegan bar, what is that? Osho, O-S-H-O. You can just Osho meditations. He's got a lot of like cool dynamic meditations. So like if you're having trouble just sitting, um, he has some really cool dynamic, again, that pendulum, he can really, uh, he brought some awareness to being able to find that calm and rest after some more intense, again, pushing the pendulum into that more intense, like stress state. Um, so he's got some really cool techniques within that. And then the, um, I mean, the ultimate is the, the, the Vigan Bar of Tantra. It's the 112 meditative techniques that Shiva gave to Devi during that, you know, that's like the Hindu Brahmin world, but that is 112 pretty much all encompassing meditative, meditative techniques. Um, and it uses all five of the senses to just, again, bring yourself into the present moment. Um, so Seven. those are the places that you can kind of start with and then grow into. And what is, how do you spell, or where do they find that, those techniques? The, yeah, so, I mean, if you just look up, um, uh, I would say do Osho Book of Secrets. 
that's where he kind of breaks down all 112 techniques. You can find these online too if you awesome. just look up. Uh, it's, um, I think it's V-I-G-Y-A-N, Vigyan uh, Barva's B-H-A-I-R-A-V-A, and then Tantra, T-A-N-T-R-A. That is awesome. the 112 meditations that were given from, again, the uh, Hindu deity Shiva to Devi, his partner, um, when questioning existence and the meaning of life, etc. Um, and so there's some really cool, like, backstories with that. But, I mean, that just kind of goes to show a, most all of these new techniques and new things are originating from these ancient uh, traditional stuff. Montauk Chia's is a Taoist, ancient Taoist techniques. Um, the Vigambar of Tantra is the Hindu technique. So you're getting it at its source um, if you go from to there. Amazing. And if you're a member, all of these resources will be in our marketplace where we have discount codes to all of our supplements and awareness and books. So if you're a member, you can find it there. I'll also put some of it in the show descriptions, but if you're not a member, become a member so you can get the benefits. And Tate, can they work with you? How can they find you? Yeah, um, I would say fiveelementshealingarts.com and send me a message or give me a call. Um, if you're in Northern Colorado, we could do an in-person session. If you're not, then we could do a virtual session and I would be happy to expand and share, uh, yeah, this, these experiences that I've had in this world of the art of awareness and practicing these, uh, these cultivation and, and, and techniques, uh, harness this energy and utilize this energy and uh but also not let it overwhelm us and learn how to manage and, and bring it into balance so yeah thank you uh, and maybe, to, to, to dive deeper into this with anybody that, that's interested yeah and maybe we can do a group session for our members at bu that would be fantastic that would be awesome yeah, <laughs> sometime i would love we could coordinate like a live uh, a live virtual session and That'd be I could, awesome. yeah, we could, I, I could show you multiple, what I typically like to do is just show multiple techniques in like a 30, 45 minute session to let you, ah, okay. And I typically, um, I combine things for the pendulum of the swing so we can get you going, bring you down, get you going, bring it down just to let you see what that flex of that muscle feels like. Um, and stepping into some of those techniques. And then maybe you find one during that session, like, oh, wow, I really enjoyed doing this. And I felt different coming out of it. So yeah, I would love to share that with you all sometime. Ah, uh, that's amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Tate, for coming. Our first round two, you're amazing. This awesome. has thank been you. such an incredible conversation. And I've learned so much as well. So I'm so grateful. Thank you for coming back. And I'm so appreciative. I'll put all the links to find him in the show description. And if you're not following us, follow us at B-U-N-B-M-T. And become a member today if you're not a member, B-U-N-B-M-T.com. Once again, my name is Brooke Emery. We had Tate McTate on with us. This is the BU Movement Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.